How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we work together to raise our vibration, lift our perspective, and build a positive mindset. My name is Henry, and we have a very special episode today because we have a special guest. She is a New York Times number one bestseller. I can't wait to get into this episode. We are going to cover things like how to prevent people from limiting your desires without threatening your relationship. We're going to talk about the seven essential laws to living in abundance and the one secret desire that most people have. So I can't wait to get into all this stuff. So before we get started, we're going to take a deep healing breath. We're going to imagine that we're surrounded by a high vibrational energy. When we breathe it in, it's going to loosen up any negativity we might have, anything that's been weighing us down or holding back or that we no longer resonate. When we hold that air in, it's going to loosen all that up. And when we breathe it out, we're going to be left feeling at ease and in a more positive mindset. So let's go ahead and take that deep breath in. And hold it. And out. All right. Well, if you're enjoying the podcast, think about subscribing to the mailing list in the description below. Um, you get an email update every time a new episode comes out. You can also just follow this podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Music. You just give it a follow and you'll be up to date with every single episode. And of course, there is the Positive Mindset Community. This is a Facebook group that we put together that is all about people becoming the best version of themselves. We're not chasing results. We're actually chasing becoming the vibrational state that we want to be in. We're in the middle of a 12-week challenge where we are working on growing to be the best person that we can so that way we can attract by using the law of attraction what it is we desire and living that abundant life. Now, speaking of abundant life, that is one of the major things we're going to be talking about in this podcast. So stay tuned. This is going to be a great episode. We're going to have a quick sponsorship break and then we're going to dive into today's message. And welcome back. Well, I am very excited to introduce our guest today on the Positive Mindset Podcast. She is a New York Times number one bestselling author, Christy Whitman. Christy's number one New York Times bestseller, The Art of Having It All, is actually the first book I read that introduced me to her. It has helped millions of readers worldwide shift their mindset from can't to can. And her new book, The Desire Factor, will help guide readers through a deeper, more spiritually connected journey on taking those everyday desires shared by us all and using them to manifest a more personal, more dynamic sense of fulfillment. Christy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Henry. I appreciate you having me here. Yeah, no, thank you so much. And I think you're coming at such a pivotal time. I mean, I know you've got the new book coming out, but January is such a time where people are thinking about change or thinking about growth. And I, I work in the fitness industry. I've been in a long time. And so like it's on people's mind. And why, why deliver a new book? Like why the desire factor? Well, all of my books are literally downloaded through me. So, you know, even after the success of, of one of my books hitting the New York Times, I had people like my literary agent coming to me saying, what's your next book? And I said, I don't know. It doesn't reveal itself until it reveals itself. So I'm not one of those kind of authors that think, hey, I have an idea. Let me go write a book. It literally just comes through. And I feel that the timing of this book is really important because, you know, last year, so many people were focused on what they were afraid of and what they were fearing and what they, you know, it was like a fear factor versus a desire factor. And so it, it really is time. I mean, not just because it's a new year, not because it's January, but because it's just time for all of us to get clear on what it is we want and understand the power that we have to create our reality. That, um, that power thing. And I know we've got a, a few things that we're going to hit on, but I, I just, it didn't even click till you just said that, but the power that we have, I think, 
is something we don't even realize, but people yeah. that are successful, and I've, I've been doing some background reading stuff like that, do understand the power that not only they have, but the collective power of the group. Yes. And so the desire factor, is that kind of showing people that the power that they have, how quickly they can use it and manifest things in, in their life that'll bring them joy? Absolutely. It's about really embracing our power because I think a lot of people, when they start realizing they have power, get afraid of it and don't know how to use it. And a lot of people don't even know they have it. They feel so victimized by, you know, what's going on in our world, whether it's, you know, political or viruses or, you know, any of these other things that they, they don't realize that they have always have a choice because each one of us has been given free will and choice. And we create from our consciousness and our consciousness is the words, the language that we say, the thoughts that we think, the perspectives that we hold, the emotions that we either feel or don't feel and the actions that we take. And these are the things that we have an effect on. These are the things that we have a choice on. And so when we choose deliberately to find the joy, to follow our desires, to let, give ourselves permission to follow those desires and to find alignment with those desires, we feel good. And when we resist the desires based on what we think we can or cannot have based on either our programming or our past or what others tell us that we can or cannot have, then we feel bad. We feel limited. Yeah. I mean, you brought up a lot of good points there on, on the, the feeling like, you know, when we take the logical stuff out of it, you know, like what makes sense on paper versus what makes sense in our soul and our gut, like how, how different that can be in the feeling. And one of the biggest things that people are experienced 2021, right, was stuff outside of their control, essentially, right? We had um, a big event that everyone's very aware of happen that changed the scope of how you basically operated on a day-to-day -day basis. And in a way, it made us feel separate, but we also are closer together in a lot of ways. And a lot of people I've talked to that have reached out in the success sessions that we do um, find themselves around family members more or basically in the house more. So they're around a lot of people. And this is a question that I had for you that I think will hopefully resonate with a lot of people here. But for the folks that are listening, that are trying to start their journey, they want to grow, they know that they want to level up, they want to get in that high vibrational frequency where they can attract, right? We know like attracts like, the law of attraction, they want to get there, but they find themselves surrounded by family members or family mem or, um, friends and uh, people in the house that maybe don't share that same mindset and it may be pulling them back. Like, what would you offer to them to where they're not going to threaten their relationship because we don't want to get in a judgmental state because that's you know the wrong direction but to where right. we can still support them show our family members love but then go on the journey that we're supposed to start well two things i wanted to say about that first of all i get it because i started this work 25 years ago and when i would get around my friends and my family they thought i would had gone nuts right it's like yeah. what are you talking about vibration oh you're such a pollyanna you know, you're looking at the world through rose colored glasses, you know, wake up little girl, you know, there, there was all of, of that, not necessarily from my friends, but more from my family. And so I get that. But the thing is, is that we can, nobody knows what we're thinking. So we could still think positive thoughts in the presence of others that don't think positive thoughts. Um, I've had many conversations with in front of my parents where they're arguing with each other, being really negative or talking in lack or worry or fear where I'm in my own mind being grateful that I know what I know and being grateful that I know about abundance and, you know, having that, that vision of 
how I want to see my life while I'm in the presence of those that are being negative. So it's a practice, right? Because a lot of times we're so influenced by other people's energy and what they're saying, but we still get to choose inside of our own self, what we are focusing on, whether it's the, what they're, they're saying and what their perspective is or what their energy is, or we can go within and fill ourselves up with the joy that we want to fill and allow ourselves to connect with the abundance that we want to experience. And that's always just a choice. So, okay. So with that, I, I like that. One of the things that we've been working on. So um, if, if you're part of the positive mindset community, you're going to know about this, but it's a Facebook group we have, and we're working on becoming um, versus achieving goals, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. going to becoming so we can attract, but uh basically having control. So not being victim to, and I I don't say victim in a sense of like you were attacked or something, but I mean, victim by you're susceptible to whatever's going on. So your vibrational state is going to match the um, vibrational state of whatever's next to you. People, um, places, environments, weather, whatever, you're going to end up matching that. And so we've been working on setting intentions before we do something, like building that habit of where you notice something materials happening, like in this case, you saw an argument, um, and then being able to pause and set an intention of what you want for that, and then going into that and how that uh, that mental strength or that spiritual strength, whatever we call it, um, can have that. And it just made me go back to the desire factor. It's like, okay, well, if you want to set a desire first, you have to have that thought. You can't right. just be a strong person and, and just be like, well, I'm strong all the time if you can't control it because you'll get consumed. Is that kind of like what the desire factor helps people understand of like how to have control of that? the fruit, you know, that seed that you plant and how to constantly. It's it, it. the first, yeah. The first principle in the book is alignment. It's a principle of alignment okay. and alignment is where you get to choose how you want to feel. I'll, I'll give a perfect example. I think you're, I think everybody listening will really kind of get this and understand is that, you know, we understand. And, and from the perspective that you've been sharing with me, where your, your listeners are that everything is energy. We know this by quantum physics, modern science, right? People hear that and they go, everything's energy, right? But when you really dive into that and you're really understanding, what does that really mean? Well, first of all, we are physical beings, but we're also energy. And we have trillions, 10 trillion cells in our bodies. Like our minds can't even conceive of 10 trillion cells, right? It's so much, but that's what we're we're made up. We're, We're molecules and atoms and energy, that look like a clump of matter. And yet we are energy receivers. So we have all these trillions of cells that all have receptor sites and all of those receptor sites suck in energy. So if we're not deliberately choosing the energy that we want to fill up, you can imagine that all of those cells are like little cups, right? And they have to be filled up. If they, they, they cannot be empty. They get, they get filled up. So if we're filling ourselves up with say joy, right. Okay. Then we are not receptive as receptive to other people's negativity because our cups are already filled up. You can't put more into the cup, right? So we are then under the influence of the higher vibration rather than if we feel depleted, we go into a room where there's arguing or there's negativity or there's fear or worry. And then we get filled up from the outer, you know, into those, our our receptor sites are open. 
right? So now we're under the influence of others. I, I remember my mom and dad, I, I've known since I was a kid that I never wanted to have a relationship with a relationship like theirs because they've been yeah. married 65 years and they constantly argue and bicker. And it, it's sad because for me, it's not what love, you know, is. And so this one day during COVID, I went to go bring my parents some food. And as soon as my mom opened the door, she's like screaming at my dad and my dad's yelling back at her. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is going to be a very short visit. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm out of here. And so they were like, sit down while they're still continuing to argue with themselves. And I felt myself going into that place inside of me. It felt like a little girl and was like, oh my God, I hate this. This is horrible. And all of a sudden I went, wait a minute, you're being influenced by their energy. You can be the influencer. So I immediately let myself feel compassion because as a human person, I have yeah. to watch and witness my parents have these arguments. It's not pleasant. So I let myself feel compassion. And then within moments, I was letting myself feel love. And as soon as I did that, the energy shifted in the room. My mom and dad stopped arguing. They started laughing and giggling with each other. They started bringing up funny memories that we had. They were bringing up memories of my, my boys were babies. We had a lovely hour and a half visit and it was really fun. And it was yeah. probably one of my most memorable times with my parents ever. And it was beautiful. Well, they didn't shift the energy. I did. They didn't know I shifted the energy. Yeah. I just shifted the energy. So, so that I love that analogy because I'd, I'd never thought about it that way. And so, so you're saying like there, there's two aspects of this. You can have your cup empty, right? And so you're going to just fill up with whatever is around, right. right? And I would say if you were going to give characteristics of what that would look like, that's anxiety, you know, uh, nervousness, Fear, stress, worry. like all those things. Um, and the reverse of that, is if your cup is overflowing to the point to where they have to be, because if, if, if they're in a negative state, right, if they're creating negative energy, that's a lower vibration, right? So yeah. if you're, if you're full of higher vibration stuff, it's gonna, um, almost like if you pour like water and oil, how one will push the other one out. So it's almost yeah. like it's going to push theirs out. You know, that's, I've just, I've never thought of that before. So you can literally create intention, you know, visualize in, in, fill yourself up with that, right? Because I yeah. guess we're all connected to, to it. Yes, that You we don't are. <laughs> have to be at a church. You don't have to be, you know, in a quiet area. You just have to go inward for a second yeah. and do it. I guess the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. And then you can push that up. I used to use this. I didn't know this was what I was doing, but I would use this intention whenever I had to go deal with an unhappy customer, like either on the phone or in person, I would take a second and just like visualize how I wanted the situation to go to where both of us would be happy with the solution and it would just almost always work. And like, yeah. and it's, you would tell somebody to try that and they'd be like, no, that's not gonna work. And then they go about their thing, but it does. And stuff. And so does. that's like a perfect example of that. Um, Positive vibration, the highest vibrations always win. Yeah. It's just, that's just a mantra. Highest vibrations always win. And if you're bringing in the highest vibration into any conversation, any in a meeting, any interaction, highest vibration is always going to win. I think, well, for one, that's, that's true. And I think that people know that like people that, that have power, because right? I think there's two rules or two things about abundance. There's the abundance that 
is pure, right? Where everybody has access to everything. Like true, true abundance, you don't desire anything because everybody has access to everything, right? Like if there was infinite food, infinite money, infinite stuff for everybody, you know, you would just do what was complete joy for you. Um, but some people, for them to get their excitement, it's the opposite of that, right? Like they want to have it, but they're not going to really get joy unless you don't have it. Like that's where the thing comes from. And that's a lower vibration. And so by keeping you in that absent mindset of not having the abundance, you're staying in that lower vibration. And so that's where this is so key. Like it's the first thing, like it's the book, right? The desire factor. That's why it's yeah. the first thing you do then to move forward, to take control and changing that reality for you. Um, and then hopefully you get into the point, right, where you can share the book with other people. Like it becomes like a way where you can help your, your community grow and stuff like that. Well, that's one thing I wanted to share is I always remember, you know, when I first found out about law of attraction and about this information, I wanted to share it with everybody I knew. So I was telling my, trying to coach my parents and trying to tell, you know, my friends about this and I would get met with resistance because people just didn't want to change. They didn't want to, you know, they didn't get it. You know, yeah. they, they just, and they, so what I got was this analogy that it's like us having the recipe to the most amazing cake and you make this cake and you're like, oh my God, that is the best thing ever. And you go to your partner or your mom or your dad or your friend or whomever, and you go, you got to try this cake. And they're like, I don't want your cake. And <laughs> no, but you, I'm telling you, you have to try this. You have to eat this cake. It is the best tasting cake in the world not hungry, don't want cake. No, try it. Now you're pushing yourself on them. And now they're getting more and more mad and resistant. Yeah. What I say is just eat and enjoy your cake, bake your cake, enjoy your cake. People are going to watch you enjoying your cake. And they're going to go, what are you doing? Yeah. Can I, can I have some of that? So be the influencer in your own experience and not try to convince other people to come along the, the ride. The only reason we try to do that is because we want a companion. Well, you know, there's many different communities that offer this type of support. You have your Facebook community where lots of people, you know, like-minded come together and, yeah. you know, you can share your experiences there and you can share what you're doing and you can listen to this podcast and, you know, get different resources where you're, you're learning and you're growing, but you're not forcing others that are not willing to go along for the ride. So I'm interested then on your perspective on this, because this is something that I've been sharing with people. And, and it was the main reason why I started a Facebook group um, is I feel like there's three stages and there's probably depth in each stage where it's like stage one, part two, you know, things like that. But initially there's the first part, right, where it's where you're starting to learn. Um, and so that's where someone might pick up a book like The Desire Factor, right? Like they want to learn the information. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's the base. You can't have the next stage without that, but you have that. Then the next stage is putting that into action, like actually doing what it says, becoming Implementing. that. Yes. And, and a lot of people go to that. But then the third, the ultimate one, right, is being able to give that person away. And is that kind of like what you were saying is like, you know, the third can only happen with you becoming that version of it. And then you're going to attract people into that funnel, you know, in that sense. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's being aware, it's learning, you know, it's, it's having more awareness, more expansion, it's processing, it's implementing, it's mastering it. And then from that place, all along that process, you're attracting new things, new people, new experiences into your life. And I, I could say, excuse me, I could say I've been doing this work for 25 years. And 
I'm always learning. I always yeah. go back to the beginning and then it's what I have to implement. And then when I master it and then I go and I learn something, oh, this is a new concept. This is a new way of looking at it. So it's always an evolution. It's always a process because you know, as spiritual beings, it's never, you know, we're done. It's, there's always more. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the beauty, right? Is right. like, there's, there's always more. And it's like, um, I've always wondered what growth really was. And, and to me at this current stage, it, it's, to me, it's perspective. Right. And, and so yeah. like when you uh, earlier, when you mentioned like the book will, you know, the next book comes when the next book is ready, like the information is like your perspective. You're, so you're really saying like when that perspective is ready to be revealed, that next one um, yeah. is ready, which is it's really cool. It's, it's so amazing because um, there's people from, from many different backgrounds listening right now, um, different religions and stuff like that. And I've reached out, you know, and they've all had their um, opinions on things and we've all come together. But no matter where you're coming from, all these things are meant to help your neighbor, right? Like once you learn and give it away, it helps your neighbor. And that's where like we we can all unite and come together on these things of like, you know, growing a better world for each other. Like, you know, that, yeah. that next stage, um, which if, if we, sorry, I was just going to oh, say if yeah, every ahead. single person would take responsibility for their own energy alignment and understand that we are abundant and that there nobody can take our abundance, that we all have our infinite source and that we have the ability to create what we want to create and achieve what we want to achieve and desire what, and have, have those desires come to fruition. There wouldn't be any separation and fighting and you know competition and all that. Will the world ever get to that? That's my vision, right? But the yeah. more and more people that can come in alignment with that individually, you will feel so much better about life because, you know, like the universal laws that I teach first time in history, we had a universal thing. It didn't matter if you were a man or woman, didn't matter where you lived, didn't matter what color of your skin, didn't matter what religion, every single person was affected by the pandemic. And in yeah. that situation, Every single person also had their choice in how they were going to choose to look at it, respond to it, react to it, and ultimately be. And I chose in the beginning. It's like, this is great. I got my kids home at, from school. You know, we're not having to run here and run there. There, there were some things that fell through. We had our 50th birthdays and we were going to have a big bash with the band and go yeah. on a big cruise. And these things got canceled, but it was like, you know what? I'm just looking at it from a positive perspective. And knowing that I choose the, the words that I speak, right? Instead of saying, oh my gosh, I miss getting a pedicure. I miss going out for dinner. I miss going and watching my kids. Yeah. It's like, I, I look forward to, you know, I look forward to that. And, and it's all a shift in perspective. And when you can understand that you're, when you really feel that you're the one that's the master of your energy, your mindset, your thoughts, all that, your emotions, yeah. then, then you, it doesn't matter what happens in the world. You can still be in joy, yeah, well, so that's that's what I was going to say. It's because it shouldn't be the cruise, right, that you get your joy from. I mean, you enjoy the cruise, but really right. what you enjoy is is being in that flow, right? Like yeah. that's the ultimate, um, you know, feeling. Like I like with, with people that play sports and stuff, when, when it's over and they're retired, you know, they, they remember winning the games that they won and stuff. But if they could go back and do anything, it's actually play again, right? It's like yeah. being in that that energy of something and it's not the result it's the process results i think will always be let down because they're based on a material understand but being in that process of being able to flow will not only help us now 
but will help us beyond this school we're in this you know this giant earth school that we're in um and that's exactly what the desire factor is because how many times do we get a desire and then the thing that the very breath that's breathing us the divine in us has us desiring for more it's it's never about the desire itself or the form it's about who we become in the process of attaining the desire and how powerful we feel in getting alignment with that desire and the positive energy that flows as a result of that desire and you know, the feeling of loving it and surrendering to a bigger, higher uh, power that, you know, that partners with us in attaining those things. So. Yeah. And, and so, so since we're on the subject of the, of the desire factor, I do want to say, cause I know some people listen to this podcast in parts when I go into longer ones is um, we will be finishing the 12 week challenge that we're doing um, about the time the desire factor will be coming out actually. So it's in pre-sale right now, right? Yes. Yeah. And tell, tell me a little bit about the opportunity if someone goes ahead and orders it during pre-sale, which there'll be a link in the description. Um, she'll tell you how to get there, but you can just click the link in the description as well. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So right now the book comes out in April, the end of April, April 20th. And if you pre-order now, what you get is three processes, meditations from myself and the council, who I'll explain in a minute, yeah. um, that really get you into that energetic. It's like really high transmission energy and gets you just an amazing feeling place, has you feeling like total success. There's a, a, a process called the hologram where you go in and you literally program your exact hologram, your body okay. um, for what you want. And then when the book comes out in May, because you're in part of this membership area, um, you get four sessions with Christy, myself and the council. And we go through each of the different um, principles that are in the desire factor. So you're getting like $900 worth of free coaching and energy transmission and processes and meditations for the price of a $14.99 book. Yeah, well, that's huge. And I know so many people struggle with, you know, procrastinating and putting things off. But if you're thinking about making a decision for you, that is good. Um, I think doing the pre-sale is one of the best options because you're going to get more value to it. And to put a opportunity at the end, a lot of people have wanted to start a book club. I've talked about how we're going to start a book club. I figured this will be the best book to go ahead and get started with because of awesome. the, its release date is right at the end of the, of the challenge. And it'll really reinforce what we've been working on at the challenge. But if you want to take advantage of it, I would go ahead and get the um, pre-sale deal right now. And I've been wanting to hear more about the, the council. I know that's not what we're specifically talking about, but that is something that um, I can relate to because most of the messages that I do on the podcast um, are generally come from not me. And, and, and I, I don't really ever mention that on the podcast as far as everyone's concerned. It's just me talking. Um, but generally, I'll either be randomly riding in the car or doing something and the message is like a big, if you could imagine a stamp, like you, you put ink on a stamp and stamp it on a paper, it hits me in the brain and I yeah. have to like pause and, and write it. Cause I won't remember it. If I don't write it down right then, it's like, it's like I'm yeah. gifted this one second of a thing I got to say, and then I put it down and then go from there. And, and that's every day, that's where it comes from. And so that's where I, you know, I was hoping you could talk about the council and how, you know, that benefits people and stuff. Absolutely. And isn't it funny? You think, oh, I'll remember that. That's so good. And then you go back to retrieve it and you're like, it's, it's totally gone. gone. I thought I was going to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I've been, um, 
I've been working with teachers that are channelers, you know, that come from uh, the, the information comes from a higher source for 25 years. And one of my earliest teachers is most people can relate if they know any, any channelers is Abraham Hicks, because they talk a lot about law of attraction. So, so the council consider it's like, uh, I'm Esther, they're, you know, they're the council, they're Abraham, right? When you Mm -hmm. think of it in that terms, but it's very different information. Um, The council is really here to teach people about energy mastery and what they do just besides Q and A and besides um, answering and giving information is their healers too. So they come through my consciousness goes out and they can see people holographically where their blocks are, where their imprints are and help them shift those so that they can be back in the flow. And they speak about, you know, our divine design being in total well-being and abundance and success and having loving and supportive relationships with every single person. And when we allow ourselves to get into alignment with that, that reflects in our outer reality, but we have to be the one that's managing and mastering our own energy. Okay. So that's what they teach. The book, The Desire Factor um, was completely channeled from them. So it's definitely a book written by Christy and the council. There's quotes in every chapter uh, from the council on the particular um, principles and uh, yeah, it's just, I'm so excited. It's just, it, the book is just infused. Like every word is infused with the council's energy, which is just like, you could hold the book and feel it. It's just like, it, it pulsates. That's yeah. pretty cool. Well, um, so, well, okay. I, I guess I probably should ask you this before, but then since you said hold the book, does that mean we're doing physical copies? Is there eBooks? Like what, how does it come? Yeah. So when the book comes out um, right now, if you go pre-order it, it's a physical copy, Okay. right? Um, when the book comes out, there'll be the Kindle and the audio version. And also um, the, obviously the, the regular book, the paperback. Oh, that's one thing I didn't mention too, is that when the book comes out, because you're, because you pre-ordered it, um, you can go in and they have all the different, cause every chapter has like a worksheet to help you coach and imprint or, you know, be able to take action and, okay. and implement. And it also has a meditation. So you'll get all of those audios as well when the book comes out. Okay. Well, so that's good. So like what I do, um, and this is just me, but I buy the physical book. I, if, if there's not a physical book option, I'm not going to listen to it. Like I have to have the physical book and yeah. then I get the audio version as well. Um, and I, I mix match. So, so like at home in bed, I like to read a little bit before I go to bed. And so I'm reading the physical book, but then when I'm exercising and stuff like that, that's when I listen to the audio book, because one of the things I, I, I eliminated, we talk about your inputs and things like that is basically uh, music because the type of music I like generally is not music that's providing value for me. And mm-hmm. so I switched it to, um, you know, either audiobooks or podcasts or things like that. So I like that you'll have both, you know, because yeah. I, I, I go between both. And if I have a friend over, I want to show them something like it's, it's weird pulling out like an audio player and playing it, but you can pull out the book and, and show them like the highlight and circle things. And, and you're right, holding it, there's just something to it. You know, we, we live in a material world. And so that's why like, it's okay to have material things. I, I personally don't think you should love the material things like that being like your, you know, your soul focus. I think we just enjoy it as if we're one with it, but don't hold anything in higher regard than another thing, you know? Exactly. In that, in that I, sense. Yeah, exactly. So like Madonna said, you know, we, I am a material girl living in a material world. I mean, it is true. <laughs> yeah. we, we are material 
and we live in a material world. And if we're going to drive a car, why don't we drive something that we like? If we're going to live in a house, why don't we live in something that we like? But you're right. If we become mastered over by the money or the material stuff, then we're using that as our false God, so to speak. Yeah. Right. But if we, we can still love and adore it and, and appreciate it and have fun with it and attract it to us and, you know, and, and not have, understand where, who and what our source is and that the, not let the money master us or the yeah. material things master us. That's what it says in the Bible, right? It's the love of money. That's the root of all evil. And that's oh, yeah. really what it, that's what it meant. It doesn't mean we can't have money or that we shouldn't have money. It's that when you make money your master, when you make money your God, that's when you've got a false God, right? Yeah. So it's like, don't make your desires your God. Make, understand where the desires come from and that you are one with that source and that you can master your desires because it's fun to experience those kind of things. It's fun to take trips. It's fun to live in a nice house. It's fun to, you know, do whatever, start a business, start a podcast, you know, yeah. eat really good food, go to a nice restaurant. All these things require money. And yeah. we are in a material world. So might as well embrace it. I mean, that's the subtitle of the book, how to embrace your material nature to reclaim your full spiritual power. Yeah, I mean, that's that's huge. Because I think that's one of the things that that limits people when they go on the spiritual journey. They think, okay, well, I got to go be a monk in the woods. And sure, you can, if that's, yeah. that's what you want to do. Um, but there's that person isn't any more enlightened necessarily than somebody else that drove a McLaren to get there. Um, it's just as long as that McLaren's not your master because nice things like a nice home or a nice car is usually made by people that have the highest passion for that item, right? So you're experiencing something from that someone created from their highest potential. Like there's a reason why it's the nice car and stuff like that because exactly. the person that took it to their max, that's their passion since they were a baby, designed it, made it, put it on the road and stuff like that. So there's, there's, it's fine to be in that, that energy. And I think this is probably a good segue, but um, we talked about some, you know, we're talking about these things, but there are like, we're going to call them laws. That's, that's what you call them here. But there's things that, that, that just are true, no matter who you are, where you are and stuff. And, and you mentioned seven essential laws. I was hoping you could kind of talk about those a little bit. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, maybe this would be a quick second to pause, make sure you have something to write down, um, or you're going to have to make a timestamp so they can come back to this place because the seven laws are, are important. That way you can, I like to have things written down that I can look at and go back to, to know like, am I in alignment with these things? Because you find yeah. that if you drift away, you'll slowly start drifting away from what your goal was. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I, first of all, to understand that we're all energy, right? We are energy receivers, we're energy containers, we're energy transmitters, and we are transmitting a signal all day, every day by the words that we say, you know, yeah. the thoughts that we think, perspectives that we hold, the emotions and the actions that we take. And so when we're admitting, when we're sending out a signal, law of attraction doesn't care who we are. It's not like law of attraction works for some and it doesn't, it's always working. It's consistent. It's always giving us what we're transmitting out. So law of attraction is like a boomerang. What you send out in energy, that energy will attract to it like magnets, the same frequency that will turn into form. We're talking about material, right? Well, okay. all material, all form has energy underneath it. So money, money, like if you're in all sufficiency, 
that has a different energy than insufficiency, right? Abundance and lack are two very different vibrations. And when you're sending out lack, you're going to get a very different result from law of attraction than if you're sending out abundance. So that's law of attraction. I think that's what most people, you know, understand. Then there's a law of deliberate creation where we're the ones we are, we get to choose the signals that we're giving out, right? We don't have to just be reactionary to what's going on. We can say, oh, wait, okay. I have this result, this thing formed in my life. I don't want to continue to have that type of form. I'd like to create something different. So what do I need to say, think, feel, you know, how to perceive in order act in order to shift it. So law of deliberate creation is more the ones that get to choose it. We have free will and choice. Nobody's imposing anything on us. Um, The third law is the law of allowing. This law is that when we are in a true place of expansion, we are in alignment with our divine. And when we are, we're in allowing place, we're allowing all of our greater good to come in. And when we're not judging, criticizing, condemning all of that for ourselves, others, or even the universe, we are in an allowing space. And when we're in allowing space, that's when ideas can come to us, desires can come to us, you know, our, our greater good can come to us. It feels good to be expansive. The fourth law, and this is the law that for me pulls all of them together. I find it's the most important law and the one that people really need to master. It's the law of sufficiency and abundance. And if you look at it like a spectrum, right? On one side, you have lack. On the other side, you have abundance. Okay. In the, in the middle, tip, a tipping point from lack to abundance is sufficiency. And everything on the side of lack feels horrible, feels bad. We're disconnected. We're in separation We're scarcity, insufficient. Nothing's good enough. That's where everything comes from lack that feels bad, such as worry, fear, doubt, frustration, anger, sadness, all of those, those lower level vibrations and those lower level emotions. Sufficiency is coming from a place where you're looking for positive aspects you're appreciating what you have. You may not be over the moon about something, but you're at least in the place of feeling fulfilled, satisfied, good with what is. Okay. And then there's on the other side is abundance, where that's where all of the high positive emotions live, right? Love and joy and success and abundance and you know, fun and you know passion and purpose and all of those higher emotions. Well, however we are on any given subject, money our bodies, relationships, a project we're working on, doesn't matter what it is, what we're vibrating, where we are on that, that side, if we're in lack, we're going to get more lack. If we're in abundance, we're going to get more abundance. Okay. So it's up to us to know, <laughs> do I feel good? Yeah, I'm in abundance. Great. Expand that feeling. Do more of that because the more of that you send out, the more law of attraction is going to bring you back perspective of and forms that represent abundance. But same is true though. If you're in lack, you're going to get more lack. So the fifth law is the law of pure potentiality. The desires that you have, if they don't harm or hurt anybody else, came from pure potentiality. And because we have a desire, we get this desire, right? And we have no idea how to create it. But as long as we stay in the pure potentiality of it, it's like, wow, I love that idea. You know, that would feel really good. I would just, oh my gosh, I can imagine that. You stay in that potential of, wow, what that would, I don't need to know the how, 
I don't need to know the what, the who, any of the details. I just like the idea of it. I like the expansiveness of it. I like the, the visuals of me playing with it, driving it, you know, living in it, dancing with it, whatever it is. Then, then we're in the law of pure potentiality. We can bring in that energy that always wants to manifest, manifest itself into some kind of form because energy, energy wants to create. Okay. And it wants to create through us. Then there's the law of detachment, which is that's where I was talking about the who, the what, the where, the, all that stuff. That's none of our business. And as long as we stay in alignment, all of that will be revealed. The first step will always be revealed. And as long as we eagerly take it, that's one of the principles in the desire factor. It's actually the law of the principle of surrender, or another way of saying it is the law of detachment. Yeah. And, then the, and then the principle of action, right? Those are two of the principles that are in the book. And, and they have to go in exact order because it's like a padlock, right? It's like um, trying to open up a padlock where you got the mi numbers mixed up. It doesn't open, yeah. right? So, and then the very last law is the law of polarity. When you understand that we're physical beings and energetic beings at the same time living in a physical universe, and there is evidence of polarity here, duality, that you could have extreme cold and then extreme hot. You have up, you have down, in, out, lack, abundance, fear, love, you know, good, bad. Yeah. There's always polarity. And when you understand what contrast, what you don't want comes into your life and you're noticing this is something I don't want, there is a polar quantum reality where you are having the opposite of that. So instead of being an extreme hot, you can, there's a reality where you could go and live in extreme cold, right? And live in an extreme abundance or lack for that matter, you could then live in extreme abundance. So there's always polarity. And as long as so we like are- So like if one is true, the other can be true as well is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. And so we get to choose, well, if this is what I'm experiencing, but there's a reality that exists right now where I could actually be abundant instead of in fear- or I could be, you know, in all sufficiency rather than insufficiency, then we get to shift into what that would be. I mean, that's really getting in quantum and all that, but yeah. yeah. Well, so that's, <laughs> so those, those are huge. And like, so if you're listening, I know I, I could hear the voice in my head. So I'm sure if you're listening, the voice in your head is like, oh what? my gosh, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you start thinking like, you know, there's not a lot, but you have to remember that if you're just even listening to this podcast right now, you're further ahead than you were before you pressed play. And each step is going to feel that way, you know, where it's gradual and you don't necessarily noticing that you're making the steps. But as you continue to grow and then you look back at where you came from, you know, you realize how far you're growing. And, you know, there's like the, the seven essential laws, like we just went over. I know in listening, I'm like, okay, I got to, I need to work on this for me. I need to work on this for me, you know, so we hear it. Um, but that will always be true. I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we, we, we're here. And that's why we're not on, on the other side, coming back and teaching right now, because we're students, we're learning. We're supposed to, this is so, supposed to sound new sometimes, and it's okay to learn and take steps. So if, I mean, obviously we talked about getting the book and hopefully you do. I mean, I know I'm going to, um, I want, I want the extra stuff that comes with it. I'm all about value. Um, so pre-ordering is the way that I'm going to go around. So hopefully um, that is the route you go to. Like I said, we're going to use this book for the first book of the book of the book club. 
I'll come up with some creative positive mindset name for the book club. But um, if you're interested in that, you know, just join the positive mindset community and there'll be more information as that comes along. But in the meantime, if someone's like, okay, well, I enjoy listening to Henry's podcast and I'm of course not, never going to stop. I'm always going to listen to podcasts, but I want uh, more Christy. What's the best way that they can get more information? Maybe because there's going to be people that are interested, I'm assuming for different reasons. Some people just want the information on like how to improve my life. And then some people are more interested into the spirituality, the channeling, the stuff like that. And it comes in stages and it's okay to not be interested in all of it right? As long as you're trying to grow to make the world a better place, then, then that's, that's good. But where would you say that someone could go to get more Christy in that sense, you know, more, just more of this information? So I'm going to, I'm going to give you three places you can go. The first one is watchyourwords.com. So okay. watch your words, it's plural.com. This is a free 30 day video program that okay. is their videos come every day from that are like two to four minutes and they tell you what word or phrase that absolutely you want to eliminate because it pulls your energy down. It's based in lack. Why? What it does to you vibrationally and energetically and what to say instead. This is the first place to get started because words create everything. It's the literally the first place of creation. In the Bible, it says in the beginning, there was the word. Yes. Words Thoughts, when you think about what are thoughts, they're a series of words. Thoughts thought over and over again become a belief. Beliefs create our emotions. <laughs> emotions determine what actions we're going to take or not. Are we going to sabotage ourselves? Or are we going to move f- freely in the in direction of what we want? So everything starts with the word. I highly recommend going through that. It's a phenomenal program and it will help you because okay. there's so many words and phrases you don't even realize you say that pull your energy down. Okay. And it's, it's watch your word, it, words, plural. Or, yes. Okay. Watchyourwords.com. Yeah. The link will yeah. be in the description. So all links for Christy, everything that, that she's talking about here will be the first links um, right after the information on the podcast. So that way, if, if you can't write it down, you're driving, it's all there for you. Um, so um, we've got that. Um, so then there's, yeah, there's my YouTube channel. I have, I don't know, 500 or so videos on there that talk about each of the universal laws in each different aspect. There's channel me videos of me channeling the council in there talking on different subjects. It's Christy Whitman is the uh, YouTube channel. Okay. So you can go there and consume that for free. So I'm giving you lots of free you know, yeah. information. And then there's christywhitman.com. Doesn't matter how you spell it, but it's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. Whitman is W-H-I-T-M-A-N. Anyway, you go there, anyway, you spell Christy, it'll get you there. Um, okay. and, and there's just tons of information and resources. I put out my quantum success show every Monday. Um, there's articles that come out. I mean, there's just a ton of really great stuff, podcasts that I'm on, th- things like that. That's great. And I think, um, to kind of sum it all up, this is this is the one you know. I have my notes. I'm I'm a uh, uh, not a great note taker, um, so it's it's, what, it's the thing I always work on. And I mean, not a great. If you had to read my notes, you'd be in trouble. I can read them, but if you had to read my notes, you'd be in trouble. Um, but one of the things that I wrote down that I wanted to save to the end, and, and you already told me the answer, so I'm excited about it. But um, this one I think will relate to so many people, and hopefully, just make you realize that we're not so different. And that the challenges that we're over going to overcome, 
you know, even though they seem so unique to us are similar. And one of the best things that happens is when you do overcome it is you're able to give that process away to help somebody else overcome it. But what is the one secret desire most people have? Attracting more money, whether they admit it or not, whether they think it's selfish or not, whether they think it's materialistic or not, everybody, whether you have it or not, everybody wants more money. Yeah. And that's, I think that the thing, right? Because really we all want more abundance and we, we realize that money, that, that fake thing that we made up money mm-hmm. um, allows us to do that. And so if you know how to attract that, then probably, you know, how to attract everything. And so well, it's that's, like, in my opinion, that's the easiest one to attract because money doesn't have an opinion. It doesn't have a preconceived notion. It doesn't go, you know, I really like Henry, but I don't like Christy. It, it, my, money is energy. Yeah. And so it not like another person where you're kind of relating to what their programming has been or what their attitude has been. You get an alignment with abundance and money and allow money to come to you, appreciate money and not, not just the money. It's not like we don't want bags of money, right? We want what money can provide us. And when you get into the understanding of like, why would I want more money? I, I, I want it because I could give my kids better food to eat. I could send them to the best schools. I could put in more money into my business so I can impact more people. I could wear better clothes. I could live in a bigger house. I could, you know, I could donate. I could give generously to those that I care about and I love. I could put in a pool. I could get out of the winters and move to somewhere where it's hotter. You know, whatever it is, whatever the desire is, the reason we want what we want is because we think we're going to feel a different way. We're going to feel something. And money is no different. When you want more money because you feel, oh, if I just had that money, I'd feel secure. Well, just start feeling secure today. Oh, I'd feel free. Start feeling free today. As soon as you get in alignment with that, you'll start attracting more money. I think we could probably do a whole uh, episode on the money one, (laughs) of course. Uh, I have a whole course on money and the energy of money. Yeah, money is just one of those things that is just, uh, we have so many meanings and conditions and imprints that, you know, when we just get clear of all that, the money flows because we're naturally abundant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we just make it, it's not like it's a, <laughs> it's a finite resource. There's, there's plenty of it. So, yes. um, so if, if you did enjoy this podcast, um, one thing I'm asking, I didn't, I didn't mention this to Christy before and it, maybe I should have, but one of the uh, most meaningful ways that people um, affect me on, on the daily is when you go to my Instagram actually. And, and I, I don't know how, how active you are on Instagram, but um, Instagram for me is a great place where people go and they send me messages about how the podcast impacted them, helping them in a certain way. Um, I know you do have an Instagram because because I saw it. Um, but if you if you listened all the way through and it was impactful, um, why don't you reach out and just send her a direct message, just you know, a thank you or you know how it impacted you. Um, one of the things that I think is the most powerful thing we can do is show gratitude. And even for people that are in this space that. Um, that do, you know, I wasn't planning on do, doing this, but like that are constantly helping people. Um, we don't always get it back sometimes. And so it's, it feels so good. Like one person telling me, thank you, helps me help a hundred thousand people that don't need to say it. Like it just, mm-hmm. it just refills it. And so I'm always so thankful to it. In fact, um, I don't ever promote it. I don't ever push it, but there is a way where you can like support the podcast and actually, you know, pay a monthly, um, donation and somebody actually did that i was saving it for another uh podcast i was say thank you I, I didn't even look at the name yet but i saw that somebody did that 
and it made my whole day like I was walking around with a big goofy smile um because it's like they had to search it out because like I said I never promote it um it just happened to be on available and so if you want to reach out on your Instagram um I'm sure there's other ways to do it but you all you know always reach out to me on Instagram and just say you know thank you um and however it affected you um you know or I guess if you didn't like it you can reach out and say you didn't like it too um I always leave that on there but no one's ever told me that and um you know if you ever want to do a success session you know reach out to me I'm happy to do that as well we can go one-on-one um and I know we were talking about the book but you know what I do is with my success sessions is we're you know working on mindset coaching and things like that but you do have options like that too, right? If somebody wanted to work on, on like a deeper course or something, is there anything that you would want to um, promote or share if people wanted to go that? Cause it's not, that's not my wheelhouse on what I do. Mine's more like, you know, physical, like personal type training, coaching, stuff like that, you know, but what if somebody was interested in, in that type of um, learning from the comp council or something like that? Yeah. I mean, you can go to the website. We have tens of, there's like a menu of choices. I mean, just in, in February, we're starting the 30 days of meditations where we do live meditations every day. Um, you know, there's, there's, I'm just got done doing a vice I'm finishing up vice freedom program that I have, um, you know, helping people get off their vices. So there's a quantum energy mastery course that's actually starting in June. I mean, so we have courses throughout the year and then we do minimal one-on-one sessions. But one of the things that I have with the Desire Factor book is that we have uh, 50 Desire Factor coaches that have gone through my coaching academy, got certified, and then went through an additional certification um, to be able to certify people through or, you know, coach people through either in groups or individually through the desire factor process. So there's lots of support. And really, um, I have a program concierge, her name is Kim, that kind of helps everybody decide okay. what's best for, for them. So, you know, there's well, lots of options. yeah, definitely. If that's something you're interested, check it out. I mean, like I said, there, there's, there's lots of good messages and, you don't always know who's the best person to give it to you. And so if you're related and you felt, you know, like it vibrated with you, what Christy was saying, you know, please check that out, Um, support her. You know, she's doing a lot of good stuff and she was gracious enough to spend this time with us. This is officially the longest podcast (laughs) that I've done on this. You know, I've always kept them um, pretty short. So um, that's how, you know, it was that good because there was no point where I felt like, okay, we need to uh, wrap this up. I could have gone even longer if I felt like it, but um, uh, before I close it out, Christy, is there anything you'd like to add? No, you know, just just that every single person has the power within, the, within them to deliberately create the life that they want. And if there's any aspect of your life that you're not enjoying, you know, you have that creative power to shift it around. Nothing, nothing in this world that is material is permanent. And so we always have the option of recreating and creating. So and, and we all have the power to do it. So you do create your own reality. Okay, well, I didn't have that good of an ending. So I'm going to let Christy do the final <laughs> words on it. That is absolutely the truth. Um, one thing I'll say is if you love the podcast, you know, consider following, um, following the email list. If you want to select that below, that'll be below um, all the links that we talked about. That way you can stay up to date on every single um, episode that comes out, some information and things like that. But have a great day, everybody. And I will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>